Hey everyone, this is Know Your Potential NYP episode 14, and we'll be talking about a cryptocurrency meme coin called Dogecoin and how the Shiba inspired dog coin skyrocketed by about 500% the last seven days. You're listening to Know Your Potential with David and Phil Mio, your source for motivational insight and discussion of all things relating to business, technology, and life. We banter and interview like minded individuals striving to be the best version of themselves, generate value for society, and achieve the life they want to live. Hey everyone, it's Phil Ngo here. Welcome to the show. Hey everyone, and this is David Ngo. I hope you guys are all doing well today. So awesome. last night when uh, I was on my phone going through the, the crypto market just to see how everything was going, um, Dogecoin was on a crazy reckless run going all the way up to, I think it was like, Last night when I checked, it went from, I don't know, like 11 cents to 30 cents it was, I think. So that's why this morning I woke up, I messaged Phil. I said, hey, guys, uh, hey, Phil, I, re- I think we really need to make uh, do an episode today on Dogecoin because I've been getting so many messages. Uh, so this is why this emergency episode is uh, specifically on Dogecoin. Yeah. So first it- off, disclaimer, Phil, do you want to mention the disclaimers? Because again, whenever we talk about crypto, we always want to make sure we have all the disclaimers out there. Yes, it's very important because none of these episodes about blockchain crypto is giving any investment advice whatsoever. It's purely educational to aid your personal financial decisions. Cryptocurrency is very volatile and you should only invest with money you're comfortable with losing. And most of all, do your own research. Thank you so very much, Phil. Uh, So again, Dogecoin, let's talk a little bit about it. Why are we talking about it today, Phil? Um, I honestly, like last night I was scrolling through this thing and I'm like, man, this Dogecoin is blowing up again. I'm not sure why. And uh, I had to do a bunch of research this morning to try to figure this out because, um, I, I usually take a position of a fundamental analysis and, um, and I'm basically looking for news. Like what's different? What am I missing here? <laughs> so I think again, the crazy thing with sometimes with crypto is that it just doesn't need to always make sense. I think at the end of the day, it really comes back down to uh, what people believe in, what people, where people want to allocate their, their, their money, where they want to allocate their value into. And uh, Dogecoin has been around for a very long time, though it's been a meme coin pretty much when it first started. That's a whole idea behind it, right? So behind the whole idea behind Dogecoin, it was um, created by who was it, two engineers, one from yeah. IBM and uh, Adobe. Yeah, Billy Marcus and Jackson Palmer. They they were software engineers, um, and they launched Dogecoin um, in 2013, I believe, at the end of 2013. And again, it was completely meant to be a, a meme coin. It was not meant to have any utility behind it. It was not meant to be um, changing the world in any way at all, or adding any real value to the crypto world. Not at all. Back in back in those days, Dave, there were a lot of, I guess, what you would call copycat coins. And um, the sort of basic explanation of this is, you know, Bitcoin was the one that started it all. And then people basically forked the Bitcoin blockchain, which is almost like pretty much copying it and then just changing a few parameters here and there to make it different in some shape or form. And uh, that's how you get stuff like Litecoin, for example. And then from Litecoin, you got um, you got basically other coins such as Dogecoin being birthed from originally the Bitcoin blockchain. And to add a bit of context as to why we're talking about Dogecoin or what it means by the price has skyrocketed. Um, so at the beginning of the year, the price of Dogecoin was around, I think like 
0.1 cent, give or take, is, per, per Dogecoin, yeah. right? Uh, so it's uh, always with, been, it's always been like, uh, like a fraction of a penny. <laughs> yeah. So again, pretty much all to say is that one cent could have gotten you 10 Dogecoins or a dollar could have gotten you with a, a thousand Dogecoins at that, at that rate, I think it is. Um, so yeah, pretty much it was not meant to be, you know, not to say not real money, but people were just using it as, as a internet joke money. And they were using it to tip people and send it to people as just little pranks or here, have a little, you know, five cents, 10 cents from me. That was it's a little concept behind yeah. it. It's a it's a bit of an equivalent of of throwing pennies at someone and just giving them your change, you know? Like it's it that's it was a joke that um a joke coin that people would send around to each other as like a tip, you know? Like you made a hilarious comment on Reddit, here's a little tip. You know, here's some dogecoin. And and pretty much it went from that 0.1 cent uh to again, skyrocketed up to around like 6 7 cents because again, there are quite a few prominent people who were um, promoting it. But one of the main people is, of course, um, CEO of Tesla. Uh, he was pretty much, uh, again, Elon Musk, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Elon Musk pretty much is, a, I don't know, if he's, is he a big fanatic of Dogecoin or he just loves memes? Because if you check on his Twitter, he, he poses a lot, a lot about Dogecoin. And every single time he posts something, the price of Dogecoin you know, goes up a good 10, 20% or so. But again, it usually stayed around the six, seven cents recently. Uh, you know, just a, a few, I'd say like about a month ago or so until recently, we recently where it just skyrocketed to like 11 cents overnight. Then from 11, it got to like 20, 20 to 30. And then this morning it got as high as 43 cents per Dogecoin. So mm -hmm. that's like, uh, again, from 0.1 cent to 43 cents. Is, is that like 40, is that 43,000 percent or 43,000 percent gain? Is that 4,343,000? Oh. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't even make those calculations, but basically like what you need to know is in the last seven days alone, this thing has gone up like 500% almost. Which is uh, not to say unheard of in the crypto you know, industry because it does happen. But again, it's just yeah. one of those unicorns that everyone wishes they had a piece of before it going up 500%. Yeah. And that, that's the crazy thing because like uh, a lot of these things, you just never know. And um, you kind of, I don't know. Some people will just, you know, throw bets here and there in the crypto world. It, it really is the wild west, but some people will, you know, obviously vet projects, know what they're investing in before they put money into it. Like it's just such a, such a different world in crypto. Yeah. And so to give a bit of uh, context also as to um, pretty much the, the scheduling of how Dogecoin is released. Uh, so the block time is one minute. And the block reward during that one minute after pretty much for every one minute is about 10,000 Dogecoin. So the math behind it is there are 10,000 Dogecoins created every one minute and there are 1,440 minutes uh, per day. So at the price of about 30 cents per Dogecoin, that means there is roughly a creation of $4.3 million worth of Dogecoin created every single day. But what's crazy about this is that with Dogecoin, there is no cap to the supply. There's no limit as to when it's going to stop creating Dogecoin. It's pretty much unlimited and it goes on forever. And unlike some other coins where they actually burn some of the coins to you know, increase the value of some of the coins to make sure that there's not too many of it in circulation, Dogecoin is pretty much the complete opposite of what Bitcoin is in the sense that Bitcoin has a limited uh, capacity or, or maximum amount of Bitcoins that will ever be minted out. Whereas Dogecoin will just continually keep getting created forever and ever and ever for the rest of the life of Dogecoin. 
So, so if you if you've ever listened to our earlier episodes, a lot of the times when we talk about what money is, there's a very important property of money, and it's called scarcity. Because obviously, if something is printed into oblivion, the value of it does go down because there's an abundance of it and not enough of a demand for it. Um, so this is the same kind of idea as the government having an unlimited amount of power to print as much money as they can. And when you explain it this way, Dave, like when we talk about the block time, the block reward and stuff, it's basically these are hard set parameters on the Dogecoin protocol. And when you're analyzing this stuff from like an economic or even mathematical perspective, I mean, theoretically, this is a very inflationary asset, kind of similar to the US dollar. It, it's 100% exactly the same thing uh, like the US dollar or any other currency in the world, really, right? They, where they just can keep printing it as much as they want and for, how, for however long they want, which will be for the rest of time or history is the reality of it. So that's why, I mean, that's one of the big reasons, I guess, there's a lot of uh, crypto people who do not like Dogecoin or believe that it's ever going to become anything just because there is an unlimited supply, which completely removes the whole scarcity part of what a, a you know uh, good money is supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Anything, anything can be money with enough demand. You know, if you're in prison, your your currency is probably cigarettes or something like that. <laughs> so um, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like the argument can be made that really anything can be money as long as you know someone's willing to accept it or buy it off of you for a certain price, um, and you know who am I necessarily to say like what has value, but really when you think about it from a, from a um, economical perspective or, or when we explain like what actually makes good money, it doesn't actually make any sense to me. <laughs> no, to be honest, even for me, um, I think it's pretty wild. I think it's pretty crazy. And, um, but at the same time, if, if people believe in it and if the price keeps going up, who am I to argue with that? Right. So pretty much since I posted um, on my Instagram yesterday about, you know, how Dogecoin has gone up however much in the past couple of days, I've had so many messages coming in pretty much first thing asking, should I buy, Do what, what is Dogecoin? Should I buy it? And how much money should I put into it? And guys, first thing, please let me just explain to you guys, you have no idea how interesting it is to receive these type of messages asking if, if I should be buying Dogecoin right now, because the reality is, I don't have the answer to that. Phil doesn't have the answer to that. And I don't think anybody in the world really has a clear answer as to whether you should buy or sell a coin right now, today, or when, just because no one knows if it's going to go up. Like Phil just mentioned before, for Dogecoin to have gone up this high is completely fluke, luck, unicorn. Um, it doesn't happen like this every day. And nobody knew it was going to go from 0.1 to 43 cents today. Well, it's funny because I, I was actually sent um, information, not, not necessarily before it happened, but while it was happening, I was trying to figure out why, you know, people are all of a sudden just jumping into this Dogecoin bandwagon right now. And um, it has a lot of similarities actually to GameStop and um, the social media traders that you keep hearing about who, who the mainstream media likes to um, make fun of called like the retail investors with, with like these crowds of of kids or like millennials with money and they're just throwing it around um, and trying to basically get together and and sort of make a statement. But there, there are some differences between uh, the GME sort of pump 
with something like this, in my opinion, is that at least with GameStop, there was a, a an active role of us like sticking it to the man when it came to GameStop because the people that were on the losing end of that trade were the hedge funds. Um, and but a lot of these, you know, social media traders and stuff, I mean, this is really at the end of the day, it's democratizing finance. Everybody has a right to, you know, to to go out there and and buy whatever they want. And if they want to put it into something like Dogecoin without actually understanding the economics of it, I mean, I totally get that. I don't understand the trade, but apparently, you know, when you have a bunch of uh, kids with their Robinhood apps and stuff, and they all pile in to buy an asset that they don't understand with enough people, you're going to move the price. <laughs> and, you know, and before we go any further, uh, I just want to quickly explain something to people who may or may not understand what it is, something called pump and dump. So... With that, uh, pretty much what it means, pump and dump, is they, you know, the one per. Like, usually, it's usually a group of people that try to pump a certain coin coins up so that the price or value goes up really, really high because they've already purchased a whole bunch of it at a really low price. And then once there's enough people who are FOMOing and buying it out at all these ridiculous prices, that is a time when they decide to pretty much dump or unload all the coins they bought, which they know has little value or no reason as to why it should be that high. But people don't understand why either, and they just choose to buy it in at these high prices, and and then they get dumped on. So, what that means is pretty much the uh, the uh, the carpet gets pulled from under them. The rug it's gets called pulled rug from pulling. Yeah. Rug pulling. That's what it is. So the, the rug gets pulled on, uh, from them, and these guys are the ones who are losing the most amount of money. So again, I'm not saying this is what Dogecoin is right now, but you know it kind of looks like when when, when anything goes up by this crazy much of an amount you should kind of expect a bit of a, a retracement, let's call it at least, right? So right mm -hmm. now it, it's pretty crazy. So just be careful with all of that stuff. Uh, because again, it is yeah. just, just from today alone, going from 43 cents. And again, went as low as 30 cents. That's literally a 30, 25% drop I saw in about half an hour. So whoever yeah. bought at the peak and decided to sell 15 minutes after, they literally lost 25% after. Insane. Yeah. I mean, what you described there, David, with these pump and dumps, they're they're actually illegal. Like this is what's called market manipulation and people, you know, some people do go to jail for it and some people don't, um, <laughs> depending on who you are. Uh, if you're like some wall street guy, probably less likely some retail guy, maybe more likely, but at the end <laughs> of the day, um, this is market manipulation at the end of the day, what you're doing is you are utilizing a pool of capital to manipulate the value of, of something of an asset and pumping it up and getting people to join and fund your bandwagon as it goes up. And then you just dump it all on, on the bag holders basically. And then you're left holding that bag. And um, the only difference now is that people are doing it openly. So now you got stuff like wall street bets, you got things like Reddit where people are actually openly, you know, trying to pump Dogecoin, for example, to the moon, which, in, in their terms right now is at least a dollar. <laughs> and uh, and the, it's crazy because when you look at this, this is exactly what's been happening in like Wall Street and stuff for the longest period of time. But now it's actually, actually just open for anybody to just join and to observe what is happening and be part of that pump and dump is sort of how I'm seeing um, stuff like this play out yeah. right now. So, I mean, again, so as much as we're talking about pump and dump, we're not saying that this is a pump and dump. Kind of just explaining what a pump and dump is and it could kind of you know be related to this but at the same time 
there is a lot of momentum or reasoning, in my opinion, as to why Dogecoin has gone up so much in price. Um, you know, some of the things I, I, that I believe in is that uh, with Dogecoin itself, it's though, again, it was created by um, the IBM engineer and Adobe engineer. They, they weren't out there trying to promote the coin to make themselves rich by any means. Uh, so again, I think a lot of people like Dogecoin because one, everybody likes uh, Shiba Inu. I mean, who's to say no for that? Uh, and Comic one, Sans font. Comic Sans font. That's how uh, the, the site was originally built. It was the Shiba with Comic Sans all over it. And again, completely meant to be a joke and a meme, right? Uh, so again, I, I think uh, there's a lot of new investors that are coming in also. They kind of want to, there's there's so many coins out there. They don't know which one to invest in, right? Bitcoin's at 60 some odd thousand dollars per coin. They don't really care too much about that. Uh, Ethereum is at 2,400 or so. And hey, hey, you have this Dogecoin thing here that was worth, you know, one cent, two cent. For a lot of investors, they're thinking, hey, I can buy this coin for, you know, five, six cents. And if this thing goes up to 10 cents or, you know, 20 cents, I double or triple my money. And if somehow the six cents turns into $1, that's about 15X. And again, for Bitcoin to 15X, that means it's going to go from 60,000 to $1 million. So for people's mentality or the mindset to say, what are the chances of Bitcoin going from 60,000 to $1 million versus uh, five, six cents to $1. And in people's minds, they don't, they don't think about percentages in that sense. They just think of, oh, five, six cents to $1 seems pretty attainable. It's, it's easy. So that's why I think and, there's a, yeah. And no, no, I was just going to say, that's the, the, the ignorant part of it is that people just look at the numbers solely for their absolute value and not necessarily through like a percentage term. Because when you think about how much power or market capital you need for say Dogecoin to actually double, you're, you're effectively saying it's worth double its current market value. And when you look at the amount of coins out there right now, alongside the price of what Dogecoin is at, you're telling me that uh, Dogecoin in all of its supply is worth about, I think it was somewhere around like $20 billion right now. No, when I checked it, I think it was almost right. like 45 billion. <laughs> 40, 45 billion. So like, you, you know, at the end of the day, you can't just look at it from the absolute price uh number right because yeah, but, it's it's very misleading but again there's, there's a lot of new investors who come in and they don't they don't think that way they don't see it that way they don't see it as market cap they just see it as you know price per coin and and again you know what it is i think there's people would much rather say hey you know instead of saying i own one bitcoin which costs sixty one thousand dollars it's much easier or cooler for them to say i own a hundred and seventy thousand dogecoin which is the same equivalence in terms of dollar value right so but again, in people's minds, it makes a lot more sense and they feel a lot more richer and have a higher chance of becoming super rich by owning 170,000 coins than one coin of anything. I know, but but when you look at Dave, like I, I'm actually on the site right now. So Dogecoin is has a market cap of about $45 billion right now. And if you effectively want um, like these retail traders um, on, on Robinhood and stuff. They want to pump this thing up to like $1 as like their sort of moon goal. Yeah. I mean, you'd effectively have to at least triple this, uh, this valuation um, and for it to be worth like, you know, at least like 150 billion. And to give you an idea of what that is, that's like, a, that's a little, that's like half the value of Ethereum right now. And I can probably tell you that Ethereum has much more than, than uh, much more utility than Dogecoin at that kind of evaluation. 
But you know what? I guess at the end of the day, again, it comes back down to what people believe in and where they want to put their money, right? I mean, uh, if you look at Bitcoin itself, you know, this, this was the same story people were having talking about Bitcoin when it went from $1 to 5 to 10 to 50 to 100 to 1,000. People were like, there's no reason why this Bitcoin thing should be worth 1,000. There's no reason why this Bitcoin thing should be worth 10000 or $60,000 today. So using that same argument, you know, people are saying that about Dogecoin. That could also be said about Bitcoin. Yes, I understand Bitcoin has yeah. a lot better fundamental behind it, but it's just where people want to throw their money that's where it's going to go. And is it impossible that let's say Dogecoin can one day maybe become the number one coin in the world? I, I really hope not because I think that's kind of silly and crazy, but- That's kind of very backwards from <laughs> like, the math doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and you know what? I 100% completely agree with you with it. The math doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, personally, do I think Dogecoin should be at this price? No, I really don't think so. But am I going to fight the momentum? No, personally, I, I picked some Dogecoin up uh, last week, luckily, while it was still, you know, again, just slowly going up there. So I'm not complaining at all. Uh, I didn't tell Phil I picked up any Dogecoin because he would have shot <laughs> on me probably. He's like, what the fuck are you doing spending your money in this garbage? Uh, but again, I, was, I, I like to invest following momentum, following trends, um, just like how GME was trading at, well, I was like, I don't know, a few, four or five dollars and somehow magically got to 300 some odd dollars per share. Why is it there? There's no reason why it should be at 300, 200, even right now at $150 a share, but people are paying for it. There's no financial statement to actually back, <laughs> to back that kind of valuation. But I mean, it's, it's just such a, like, I'm not saying you can't make money off something like this. There's obviously a, um, uh, many, many ways for you to make money in this market. And one of them is just being, um, utilizing the momentum of the crowd. And if the crowd is irrational, you know, who am I to say, you know, like that, that, you know, you shouldn't put your money in it because, you know, it's, um, it's just dumb money, <laughs> you know, like um, a, uh, what's the saying? It's a, a fool and his money are soon parted. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying you can't get rich off of some like Dogecoin, but um, because there's obviously people who had believed in it and had actually made a good chunk of money doing so, Huge but money. I can't huge but i can't i can't justify that you were in any way um making a educated or a a skilled bet in in achieving those millions um, sometimes you don't have to be smart you just got to be lucky in life sometimes phil yeah no that's that's <laughs> that's the thing you know you definitely don't have to and i realize that reality but um you know i'd rather not play the lottery um <laughs> and you know at least be able to control the variables that I can control to create a more likely um, odd that I will make some money, which is why there's a huge difference between what I consider investing and trading, because I don't think those two things are necessarily the same. And um, for me to put some money into Dogecoin, it would have been honestly a very um, small if anything, small bets, and it would have been totally and purely out of just gambling because I don't have any other rational sort of way to say why I'd want to put money into Dogecoin. Well, also one of the you know big reasons why Dogecoin, again, and I think actually, um, one of the big reasons why Dogecoin you know, didn't ever really get up that high in a price uh, because everybody, well, I mean, Anybody who's you know, aware of how crypto works and how the ledger works, you can check which account has how many Bitcoins. 
So, or, or Dogecoin or any coins. So with Dogecoin, there is one account that actually holds about 28.4% of all the Dogecoin in circulation. So again, just to put, in, put that into perspective, what that means is that there, that equates to about $36.7 billion, uh, $36.7 billion Dogecoin worth about $11.7 billion. So again, there is one person or one account in the world that is holding to a bit over 28% of all the Dogecoin in the world. So if this guy or girl decided to unload all their coins at the same time, they could crash the market in a matter of seconds. Probably, probably not even uh, not even the whole thing, but even just a small fraction of it, because the the assumption is if there are enough people, like twelve billion dollars worth of liquidity, is willing to pay you for that amount of Dogecoin. So to 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 even assume that this person is a a twelve billion dollar billionaire is uh, very hard to justify as well. On paper, they are. <laughs> On paper, if there were enough buyers that were willing to pay, what is it, 30 something cents a Dogecoin, and, and there were enough people with $12 billion to say, yes, I will. <laughs> so again, I think that's one of the main reasons as to why you know, people are always very um, scared to invest into Dogecoin, just because so much of it is controlled by this one account that nobody knows who it is uh, and what they plan to do with it. And when we actually checked it recently, just like not too long ago before doing this episode, um, that account actually sent out about 100 million Dogecoin on April 12th. Uh, so again, it's not a very active account. There are a whole bunch of people sending this account, one Doge here, 20 Doge there, just I guess for funsies, has, because this account doesn't have enough of it already, I guess. And then there's, there's been a very little transaction where they've actually taken out the Dogecoins and it's all just been accumulating there. So Again, on April 12th, this person decided that they wanted to sell 100 million of those coins while still holding on to 36.7 billion coins in their account right now. So very so this crazy. Is, yeah, this is one of the um, the things that a lot of projects other than Bitcoin get hammered on is, is who is controlling the circulating supply. And a lot of uh, back in 2017, the ICOs, but even currently, when you look at different blockchains that you... Um, potentially want to put your money into, a lot of the analysis does go into who is holding how much of the circulating supply and that goes into your analysis. And when um, founders and people, insiders basically of the projects hold a, a very significant amount where they're able to move the markets very freely as well too, um, you create problems in the market because now that is a risk for any other investor who doesn't have control of, of this market because somebody can just go in there and dump all their coins on you and then you get rug pulled. Um, it's very, very possible. And um, the, these are sort of, the even Ethereum, uh, when it started, their ICO was also hammered by a lot of Bitcoin people because of the fact that they allocated certain amounts to um, the founders and stuff. And it's, it, it doesn't have that virgin birth, you know, necessarily that, that you talk about. Um, well, which we mentioned before. So for anyone who's not clear on what a virgin birth is, yeah. uh, Bitcoin is the only coin to have been created without 
it being owned by any one person or group of organization that controls it, um, saying what it needs to do or cannot do. Whereas with every other coin after that, uh, it was created by people or organizations where they allocated an X amount of coin for themselves and out to the public. So again, a lot of that is controlled, whereas Bitcoin is controlled by the people was really what the idea is behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, I will give Dogecoin the kudos, though, for for being able to create such a huge brand awareness. A lot of it probably attributed to Elon Musk. But um, at the end of the day, like, I feel like there might even be more people that know about Dogecoin than they know about Ethereum. Um, it just has like such strong brand power. But in terms of what the actual coins in the protocol does, that has yet to be figured out, in my opinion. It's always been used as like a tipping currency. Um, not many people really use it as well to like buy anything. Um, it's not really being adopted by merchants. So, and even if I was a, a business that was accepting Dogecoin as payment, I would sell it right away. Like knowing how volatile it is, uh, why would I want to hold any of my treasuries in that currency? Um, so I still don't see necessarily like a fundamental use case for something like Dogecoin where it would convince me to put a good chunk of um, investment into um, because of these kind of lingering questions that uh, that haven't been answered, basically. All right, guys. So I guess that pretty much sums up the episode. Hopefully we've answered um, you know, your question as to what Dogecoin is. Uh, how does it work? What does it do? And uh, is it worth investing in? Uh, you know, to, to pretty much sum it up, I think Dogecoin is a meme coin that a lot of people are interested in. It. Uh, it's very inexpensive. So people are willing to, to pay the price for it. And they really hope it goes to the moon. Is it worth it? I don't think it's worth it. Uh, do I think it can still keep going up in price? Can it hit that $1 mark? Maybe. I mean, if there are enough people willing to, you know, change their money in for, for Dogecoin to reach all the way to a dollar, again, who am I to say no or to stop it? Phil, pretty mm-hmm. much on the other hand. You know what, Dave? How about this? If I feel like buying a lottery ticket, I will redirect that money into Dogecoin instead. So as you're here, Phil thinks <laughs> Dogecoin is a lottery and he he's not willing to put any of that money in. Uh, so again, you have two different opinions on it. Um, I don't know who's right. I don't know who's wrong. I mean, neither one of us control the market. So we're just going to go with what the market says. I mean, let's see next year. Hopefully, you know, we we should set a a reminder next year, this time on April 16th, 2022, uh, to see where Dogecoin is, if it's above 30 some odd cents or if it's below 30 some odd cents. I'm really curious to see where it is in one year. You know what? I, I, I would rather set the denominator not as a fiat currency, but rather against Bitcoin, only because I think you would get a better um, gauge of, of how much Dogecoin is actually worth compared to the more li- the most liquid crypto asset. Whereas we know for sure the government will be printing money. So I, I can almost, almost guarantee you that it might be worth more than 33 cents if they keep printing and printing and printing. Um, so if you'd rather, okay, I, I, I get what you mean. So pretty much, yeah. again, it has to follow with the whole crypto trend, right? If the whole market goes up, then the price of Dogecoin will automatically go up is the idea. Yeah. Is the, is the idea because like, um, because I, I think when it comes to comparing anything in crypto assets to fiat currency, as long as the crypto market cap keeps going up. And also if the government keeps printing more and more money, we will always win against fiat 
currency. And um, it's basically, you know, like a inflation hedge at the end of the day, right? So um, I would rather make a comparison against Bitcoin to see how Dogecoin does compared to how much Bitcoin you can buy with it, right? All right. So, I mean, you guys have our both our opinions. And uh, again, last reminder, Phil and I are neither, we are not financial advisors. Um, whatever we are talking about in these episodes is purely uh, opinion-based, specu- uh, speculative. So whether you guys decide to buy more, more Dogecoin today or sell all your Dogecoin today, again, that's completely up to you guys. Uh, Phil is not holding any at all. I am holding some. So let's see what happens in the next, fuck, in this crypto world. Let's see what happens in the next few hours. Forget the next few days, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just to give you an idea, um, right now, um, Dogecoin against Bitcoin is right now worth 0.0000555. All right, cool. So let's see where that is. I don't know. Let's say it's let's say in a year. Let's set a, a reminder in a year. I'd be curious. <laughs> All right. Cool. Everyone, thanks. Thanks for listening. And um, we're, you know, hopefully, hopefully for, for your bags, Dave, uh, Dogecoin goes to the moon. Let's do this. I have my All astronauts right. ready. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Take care, guys.